This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I'm good. So... We had the busy holiday week. The I always really like Thanksgiving week because Thanksgiving's almost a perfect holiday. It is great. Doesn't just, it seem like it was a month ago? It actually does feel yeah, like I it mean, was it longer. It seems than, like it was an absolute month ago, five days ago, oh. or whatever it was. But you know, because I love football, mm. I do like food. Yeah, you get to see fam. It's great. So it's almost you don't have to get anybody anything. Sure, it's a great holiday. It is a great holiday, uh, and it's over and done with in one day. Yep, Bing Bang Boom. And you can't even go to work if you tried because work's closed. Right. Yep. Um, and here at Hubbard, we sell it. We we get both the Thanksgiving day and the Friday after is a ho- always a holiday. So oh, it's nice. a, it's always a great, nice mm. short week, and, yep. and and it's always a good time. Um, so this past weekend, quick, quick personal story, but there's a larger point I want to get to. So both of my son's birthdays are in November Mm -hmm. and my wife had said to me, I don't know, maybe six weeks ago, Hey, um, there's this place called urban air. I think it's urban air park that one of my sons had been to previously for somebody else's birthday party, and they both want to have their birthday party there. Okay. I said, okay, sure, fine. Perfect. Um, just let me know what you need. And so what we decided to do was combine it so that way we only had to go there one time. Sure. So my oldest son, he's in sixth grade. He got to bring you know six buddies, and then my youngest son, he's in third grade. He got to bring six buddies because what you do is you rent the table, yeah. and you get the really, really bad pizza that they charge you 30 bucks for. I love for. that pizza, yeah. yeah. And, um, but what it is is... It's a huge warehouse. Mm-hmm. So picture two lifetime fitnesses right next to each other. Got it. Okay. And you got the huge trampoline area where kids can jump and run. And then they've got the uh, ultimate ninja warrior training obstacle yep, course yep. that kids can do that. And they have a huge uh, go-kart racetrack. And all of okay. this is indoors. Yep. Yep. It's like a sky zone. And Exactly. Yep, yep. That's exactly what it's like. And so I knew going in that... Tolerance was going to be required mm-hmm. on my part yeah, because patience, you know, and and again, it's my kid's birthday, so of course, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there's gonna be a longer leash than there normally would yeah. be, only because it's like, okay, I'm not gonna be grumpy because it's my kid's yeah, birthday, and, and they're there to run around. That's Correct. what they're supposed to do. So we get there. I think we, she had reserved the table. You have to reserve a table mm-hmm. from noon until about three. And so we got there about quarter two to get settled in, and then everybody gets a wristband, yeah. and, then, and then they're literally off. Gone, right? Yep, they're just yep. gone. And so she and I were setting up the table for the plates and all that stuff and getting all their shoes you know, tucked away and all that, all that jazz. General observation. <laughs> there was, I want to say, 10 different parties. Mm-hmm. Some were as large as ours, and others were not quite as big, okay. maybe four kids to a table. Michael, I cannot believe how bad parenting is mm. in 2023. And I'll tell you what I Okay. Mean. So I was sitting by the table, and they have TVs there, so I was watching the 
Michigan Ohio State game on one of the big screens, just sitting there. Because you know, what am I going to do? I'm not going to sure. go in the ball pit. You yeah. know, I'm not going to go um, ride a go kart. But I'm going to stay there to just keep an eye sure, on things. Because you got to make sure your kids are okay. All, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm there if if uh, uh, Jacob needs a water, and yep. I'm here if oh hey, I need help tying my. Well, I'm mm. I'm just that's my job. Yeah. Yep. And she's off, you know, with the other groups taking pictures and sending it to the moms and stuff like that. So I'm sitting there. And it's to the point where I had to yell at some kid not associated with our party because mm-hmm. he was going through the gift bags for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just looking. I said, get out of here. Yeah, None of this belongs here. to you. Yes. But I got the stink eye from this kid's parent. He was all indignant. Oh, the parents were indignant. Like, and, how well, dare well, you? Look at me. He's like, what's going on? I said, well, he was digging through my son's birthday gifts. Well, what's the problem? I'm thinking, what? Well, well, what do you what, what do you what, think what, what the what? problem is? Yeah. But so much of what we are dealing with as a society mm-hmm. in terms of problems can be boiled down to that very observation. Parenting is as crappy as it's ever been. It, it, it's like we're in an upside down clone world. Yes. Everything is weird. Yes. And remember I, I talked to you about the the Havana syndrome. Right where that remind the people, me, I do remember you bringing the it up. The United remind States uh, people that were working in Cuba, yep, they were all complaining they were getting these headaches, and the Cubans were shooting like microwaves into the embassy, oh, yeah. yep. and it gave them. They're calling it the Havana syndrome. They don't know if it's real or not, right? But I feel like maybe, just maybe, when we hold a cell phone to our head for eleven hours a day, yep. We're giving ourselves the Havana syndrome. Could be. And we're slowly starting to break down at a nuclear level, like at the atomic <laughs> level. We're slowly starting to break down our genetic code to say we're just becoming dumber and dumber, including me. Yep. Including Rivers, it was a full moon last night. Yes. Yesterday. Very at, bright. Holy very cow. bright. Or full moon technically the night before, but real real close to full moon last night. At about one o'clock in the afternoon, I went and had lunch. I went to Burger King and got a number 13, which is an original chicken sandwich <laughs> with fries. And then I got God, a I monster size iced tea, <laughs> okay. not knowing it was the monster size. The guy on Snelling and, and um, Counter of B. Super nice guys is working the drive-thru. Goes, I made just fresh tea. It's absolutely fresh. It's going to be delicious. I thought, thank you, my friend. Well, that tea kept me up literally all night last oh, night. Oh boy, all night long. Supercharged just tea. Wide, wide awake. Not even remotely close to. This morning at six o'clock in the morning, my phone battery died because I was on my phone so long overnight that I worked through the whole battery. Oh boy, that's not a good sign. No, that's not a good sign. So I am, I'm pushing through. But I'm hoping that tonight there's cloud cover or something so I can get some full-on sleep and I, no caffeine for me today, not even a sip. So I'm I'm a pretty steady caffeine consumer. Mm-hmm. I have a question about that because you're, you're a couple years older than me, but not, not much. We're, you know, roughly. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. is it a thing now? I, I follow this account. Uh, his name is just Eric on okay. Twitter, but his I, I find him hilarious because he basically tweets about being a forty year old dad. Okay, so it it it, it resonates with yeah, me, okay. right? And so he'll tweet things like, "Welcome to your forties. Your back doesn't hurt. That's just your back now." That's just or, right. Yeah. Welcome to your forties. Uh, you're not bloated. That's just your body now. Yeah. Oh, you know, th- no. Things like that that yeah. are hilarious. But yeah. and, and so basically, one of his tweets the other day was, "Welcome to your forties." Um, sleeping through the night, 
that was cute, wasn't yeah. it? Meaning that's not happening it just ever happen again. Anymore. And, and that, no. it's true with me where it's it's more rare if I sleep completely through the night than if I don't. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that's just kind of the way things are going to be yeah. going on. Yeah. Going just, I, well, I think as you get older, you don't need as much sleep. Really? Like, I, I think so. I, I really – well – you don't need as much uninterrupted sleep because you're going to, if you have kids, your ears yeah, are already, you know, yeah. you never sleep the same after you have children. Oh, my God. Right? You're always on truth? some kind of heightened alert. Right. I have this woodpecker that's knocking on the side of my house, right? So I can hear that, not at night. It you does need that flamethrower. I need the flamethrower. I have a BB gun. I bought a BB gun that looks like an AR-15. It, it's like made by Sig Sauer, oh, right? Wow. This gun manufacturer. It's super heavy, and I cannot shoot this thing. And I don't even know if you can technically shoot. I, I think sure if they're doing you damage, you could shoot a, a woodpecker. Putting all these holes in two different spots in my you're house. Sighting. And all of a sudden you just you're sitting there like relaxing here. Oh. I mean, it is like violently loud. Then I look at their little head and I'm like, how are you doing that? I'm glad, I'm glad God didn't make us that I'm glad we didn't have sex you know through our need? faces. Right. Yeah, that's because that would be uh, that would be weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. I just uh, was picturing it. I know what you need. What's that? You need a farm cat. An oh, outdoor, outdoor farm, farm. Yeah. cat. That Just will solve it. problems very quickly. But I have like bobcats, not bobcats. Uh, yeah, bobcat. Is it no? Is it a? Uh, do we have bobcats in Minnesota? No. Um, what are they? The ones that are large cats that look like a big cat walking through your yard. Um, so you got a, a tomcat, not a mountain lion, a bobcat. We have bobcats. You have a bobcat? coyotes. What are you? Maybe talking a coyote. About? Do are I have coyotes? Bobcats in. Minnesota. I have videos of it taking a crap on my driveway and dragging its butt across the ground. The lynx rufus. Uh, maybe a lynx. The bobcat is the most common of Minnesota's three native wildcat species. This is according to the Minnesota DNR. Yeah. The others are the cougar, hey now, mm-hmm. and the Canada lynx. About 2,000 bobcats live in northern Minnesota. Well, Few gonna... humans ever see a bobcat in the wild. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'll put that up on Twitter. I'll send it to you. You can put it up on Twitter okay. where it's a picture of – I'm videotaping this bobcat. It takes a crap all in my yard all the time okay. and then scoots. You know that little dog sure, type of scoot? Yeah, and I know yeah. it's a cat. Scoots across my asphalt driveway, and I'm like, scoot over onto the grass. That cannot feel good on your butt. So this thing just hangs out? Just walks around my yard. And I have turkeys, but I, I had these nine beautiful turkeys, and now I have just six of them. So I'm sure it's eating a couple of those turkeys. Oh, yeah. And I don't see the bobcat all the time, right? It's just in and out. But it would be hard to have cats in my neighborhood because the I bobcat would, would so. kind of say, I'm eating this. Yeah, you can't really have anything no. outdoors. I, it's funny because when I take out my dog, I have to look around yeah. to see what's out there. Uh, the best thing, my, I take the dog out, and my dog sees these big, these nine turkey, and they're full-size, like full-size turkey. And he starts to run run to them. They're kind of far away, maybe 20 yards or something. He starts to run and then he stops and he turns back and be like, I probably shouldn't do this, should I? Wow. Like, what am I going to do when I get to the turkey? I, I really want to see that video. Yeah, po- post that yeah. on social okay, I'll media. I'll do it. I'll do both. The t- what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on Facebook. You know why? Why? Because I'm going for 5,000 Facebook friends. <laughs> you really are. At Reavers, I've met the nicest guys already. If you're listening to this, if you're a guy that needs to extend your buddy group. <laughs> your index. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because I mean, I have like five friends plus 5,000 Facebook friends. That's what my goal is, right? Yep. And guys are sending me super nice direct messages. No one's been a creep. Not one. And no one's tried to solicit or sell something to me. Not one. Okay. They've all been super nice people. And since I've been... Talking about this, I'm up hundreds, like a couple hundred Facebook friends. So I'm constantly getting that. I'm so happy for Michael you. Michael Fratelloni on Facebook, and I'll put the 
maybe the Bobcat. I don't even know what it is. Bobcat or and the turkey videos up on Facebook later on tonight. Have you joined the Chris Reavers version of Facebook, though, where you're basically getting the um, the fake porn bot? Accounts that are trying to. I think you all I've the gotten time. a couple of those. Like some, one would be called like China Links or China. Yeah. China Ruby. So it's it's a whole, hi, nice to meet you. Okay, first of all, I know that you're not, you're yeah. not real, no. but 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 it's that over over uh, excited uh, yes. invitation. Yeah. You know what I do know, Reverse? If anyone. Any woman's emailing me or, or direct messaging me <laughs> on Facebook. You know better. It ain't real. Right, right? right. I get that. Although, that's how I met my wife. Did I ever tell you that story? No. Sent her a Facebook message. She came up on my friends. Like, I think we had one mutual friend. Okay. Or maybe not. I, I'm not sure. But it, maybe it, maybe the Facebook algorithm said, you've always liked brunettes. Like, here's one. <laughs> right? And I saw her and I, I she had a couple of public pictures and I sent her a message. And then she... Um, Kind of like pushed me off for a long time. Sure. Right? She really did, which made me that much more into it, right? Because sure, yeah. I had to go for it. And then um, her mother said, well, why don't you just go out with him? He's a little older than you. He's bald. He has a bald spot, right? And she goes, I didn't even notice that. But then she, my last name is Italian, and she likes Italian guys. So she said, I've never dated an Italian guy, so I'm, I'm going to do it. So we went out, and we had this charming first date, and it's been since that time Downhill. It's, it's been, well, <laughs> for her, yes. For me, it's been uphill. Right. Just this beautiful climb to this beautiful spot. But yeah, that I was. I did not know that. Yeah. So I, I just like sent, I dropped into her, I slid into her DMs, is what they call so it. So basically, what you're admitting right now is you were the version of what I was just describing. Yeah. Okay. I'm the creepy dude. And in this case, I'm the creepy older guy right. that slid into her DMs and said, I, I can't remember. It was pretty charming, though. In fact, she wrote me a book once for one of my birthdays, oh. and she had our entire first messages on there. I was like, I, this is who's writing this stuff for me? I mean, like, this is like that charming. Good, huh? that good. I, I have no idea. It was you know, I was drinking a little bit more then, so maybe I had a little, I had a little, <laughs> a little sauce juice courage. through me, right? Yeah. It was my uh, two gin and tonics a day kind of thing. I was like, oh, I got to call. I got to text Nicole. Um, so I had been saving this story for you, mm -hmm. because, and there's a very specific Ooh, reason I'm saving it. this story for you. And unfortunately, the mayor of Garage Logic also brought this up on GL today, but I don't think it matters because even... When a story is brought up on that show, this show is going to give it a different angle and a different perspective, in Very my possibly, opinion. Yeah. And, a, and, and this story in particular, and you'll understand why. Michael, you are familiar with the school, the University of St. Thomas. Yes. Well, they made a bit of news. They did. In recent days. Yeah. And that's because the University of St. Thomas is holding a workshop on white accountability, according to screenshots shared by Twitter. White privilege comes with privilege comes responsibility. What will you do with yours for the common good? An event description says. The workshop is held monthly and facilitated by facilitated by a counselor who helps participants explore white privilege along with other layers of intersectionalities of privilege as they engage in anti-racist work. The workshop has a focus on interactive discussion about how white supremacy affects us and others individually and systemically on a daily basis, the event description explains. The workshop is put on by the university's Center for Well-Being and takes place virtually over Zoom. Sessions are set to take place on November 30th and December 14th. One previously took place this past semester on October 24th. 
I bring this up for two reasons. Number mm-hmm. one, um, the link for the website on the school's okay. website, I'm sure this is just purely coincidental, is no longer available. Oh, it was okay. removed. It was I thought you were going to say it was like whitepower.com or no. something. I was like, oh, that's an interesting link. But when you try to click on that yes. or go to the actual URL, it doesn't URL, take you there anymore. It's gone. Yes. You know, it's the, it gives you the whole error the message. The fine people of, at St. Thomas said, you know what, we're going to go ahead and, and pull that out. It's also been huh. completely scrubbed from all of their social media channels, which leads me to believe, mm. and I mentioned this very briefly earlier because on that show, you know, it's you're speaking in more short form because sure. it's Joe's show. I have a personal feeling that maybe a donor of some high level Mm. just said, hey, um, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, what's going on? Because that's the only way schools like the precious University of St. Thomas, who has been embroiled in other controversies recently, that's the only thing that causes them to take any type of action whatsoever. You know... Or am I wrong? I, I, I think you might be right, but I want to throw a little nuance onto this. Please. Okay, because I think St. Thomas is an incredible school. It's an incredible spot. It's an incredible team of people that run that school. I mean, I really think highly of that school. Yep. I don't give them money, right? I didn't, I you didn't go, go there. there. My, my wife did. Okay. Um, I really think highly of that school. What I think, though, is that they're in an echo chamber. I have a very, very good friend who's high up at that school. I'm not yep. going to say what he does. Sure. He's just, he's high up in that school. And I'll talk to him about standard stuff you'd see on Fox or my Twitter, you know, my algorithm of Twitter. And he has no concept of what I'm talking about. Really? He's not dumb. He's not a dumb guy. He just doesn't get, and he's not a real political guy. I'll give, sure. I'll give him that. He's not sure. a real political guy, but he's not a dope, right? He's a very intelligent guy. He just doesn't hear the same things we hear. So if he were to hear this, and he wouldn't be the decision maker, whether the white, uh, um, what, what, what do we call it, white supremacy class, you know, how to fight white supremacy, yep. um, he, he wouldn't give that, he wouldn't, that wouldn't kick his meter and saying, wait, wait, why are we trying to make everybody feel that if you're saying there's white supremacy, are, are whites su- supreme? Or what are you saying? If How could there be white supremacy without whites being supreme? And you go ask people of color that, I think they'd say, well, wait, time out. We're not saying whites are, are supreme. Right. Well, then what? where are we going here, right? right? right. I mean, I think, I think you could get real confused and real gray real quick. But I don't think that would, because of what that school and educators are in, they're in an echo chamber. They're not hearing our stuff. They're hearing just what other schools are doing. That's just it. And they're just hearing yep. what's on NPR. And they're just hearing this. And they're not hearing um, that that other things happen outside of the world. You know how there's a saying that goes in the NFL that it's a copycat league. Mm-hmm. You know, if a coach comes up with a new style of offense that's inventive and creative and explosive, well, he's going to have underlings that are going to get head jobs sure. and, and and it's going to spread like you wildfire do, until, you know. yeah. until there is a coach out there that finds a way to beat that yep, particular yep. system. It's the same thing on the university level where some dope at UST said, hey, look what they're doing at this school on that coast sure. or whatever, where they all think that they're being you know, progressive thinking and, and mm. revolutionary with their ideas. Well, you're just regurgitating the same crap same that you probably stuff. found online yep. or some social media account that you saw somewhere else. And oh, and you're creating a, a, a program that's going to keep you employed, yeah, essentially. It, it doesn't do... When you start to make these things a financial positive for the school, like when you have, um, like homelessness, for example, like in California, their developers are building these 
apartment buildings for the homeless, and they're getting eight, nine hundred thousand bucks per unit wow. to build these things, right? And now they said as soon as positive cash flow comes into trying to fix a problem, like when developers can say, I don't need to have run an apartment building here. I don't need to sell these condos at a million bucks a piece. I can put in a dump condo, a nothing condo, and sell it to the state for 800 grand a piece for homeless. As soon as you do that, then the dynamics of what's going to happen through our government changes, right? So as soon as someone says, well, we have to have a diversity coordinator, we have to have a white supremacy teacher, we have to, as soon as people... People don't want to lose those jobs. No. You don't want to lose your professorship. That's at good those, money. That is good money. That's real so good then money. You have it's, it's the exact. You guys were talking about it on GL the other day. That that thing with a business where um, if you need to have twelve weeks off, right? Yeah. For a, or up to twenty weeks off for kind of a health. You know, Fratelloni's is exceptionally generous with what we do with our PTO, right? Yes. We're exceptionally generous. It would be very, very difficult if half of our company took 20 weeks off. I'm going to tell you, that would be very, very difficult. You say what? But you were talking about the 400 people that they need to hire and that they had a $600 budget error. And my thought was- no, no, no. 600 Excuse me. Million. I'm sorry. $600 million budget error, not $600. You're yep. very right. But my thought is- is if you pass that through the legislature, and then you said, "Oh, I'm sorry, we thought it was going to be 600 million. It's actually going to be 1.2 billion." Why won't you have to go back to the legislature? Because the legislature didn't pass a 1.2 billion dollar bill; they passed a 600 uh, million dollar bill. Can I? Can yes. I, ooh, ooh, can I answer yes, that? Yes. Yes. It's because they probably knew that it wouldn't pass if it was going to be 1.2 I get that but why wouldn't why isn't there a a death pill in some of these bills that says hey if it comes in twice the price sorry or it, we're not, not doing it's it it's not do- yeah. yeah if you want to have a train that no one's going to ride from here to Eden Prairie and it's going to start at 2 billion and end at 9 billion we're not doing it like if you can't do it for two billion bucks, that, we're not doing that, it. That doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make feasible sense. Is that it, something? It's just it's so frustrating. That's so frustrating that someone gets to go back and say, "Hey, I'm sorry, we were off by six hundred million dollars on our our projections, and we didn't get to say, okay, time out, we can't do it. We don't have six hundred million dollars more, right. even though we do have it. We we didn't budget for that. Right? Seems weird to me. So I got a great email from our new buddy Benjamin from Harmony Spirits. Oh yeah, uh, I had the chance to meet Benjamin at the uh, the the town council meeting the other night. Great dude. I uh, like so, your quarter zip too, by the way. I am. I'm rocking yeah. my, this, you know what? I will say this about my friends at Harmony, excuse me, our friends at Harmony Spirits. Their clothing is awesome. Make a great quarter they, zip. They, yeah. ju- they just make really good stuff, yep, yep. including their clothing, including their spirits. I just like their sure, stuff. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm just happy to help represent them. So, Benjamin sent me this email. Chris, just got an email from one of Harmony Spirit's customers. It reads as follows. Hi, I bought a liter bottle of the bourbon barrel-aged maple syrup. I use it to create my billionaire's bacon for our Mm. family dinner on Thanksgiving. While I have created it several times, this time my family raved about it, declaring it the absolute best they have ever had. The hint of bourbon in the maple syrup added a depth of flavor that they just couldn't resist. I need to purchase another liter of the bourbon barrel-aged maple syrup. Unfortunately, I now have the reputation of making the best billionaire's bacon ever and don't want to lose it, and they want me to bring it again for Christmas. That is... Signed, TJ. That is some good marketing for him. Like, you could just call your bacon bourbon bacon. That sounds okay. But if you call it billionaire bourbon bacon... That sounds, I mean, that sounds delicious, the doesn't it? The only issue I see with this, yeah. though, 
It, this sounds incredible. It sounds incredible. I would try it. And I I would mm. probably do it. But the problem is now you got to host all the time. Yeah. Or bring it. Or bring it all yeah. the time. Or, yeah, or go wherever it's being hosted, you have to make it there all the time. Oh, that sounds good, though. I love thick-cut bacon like that. I, I, I went Especially into my Especially this time of the year. I went in my local local liquor store, 300 yards from my house. Okay. Right? Go in there, and, of course, I ask for Harmony because sure. they advertise on the station, and I want to make sure I do it. And I ask for Harmony, and the guy says, do you work for them? I said, no. No, I don't. He goes, oh. And I said, why? And he goes, people are asking for it. And I said, oh. Oh, I said, well, where go. is it? He goes, well, we don't have it yet. <laughs> I said, he said, he was asking me like what their distributor was. And I'm like, I have no idea. I just kind of wanted to get it. I, I, I told a little white lie. I said, it's advertised on this podcast that I listen to ours and GL, <laughs> which is true, I guess. Yep, yep. And I said, I just heard about it and I just wanted to check it out. And he said, oh, I thought maybe you were in sales and you were just like kind of priming me. And I said, Nope, I'm just uh, a guy that was looking because I wanted to buy something too, yeah, right? Right. I wanted to support them, and I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. So somehow it's resonating yes. where people are asking for it. I right? love that. Well, I, think, and I, I mentioned it on the show last week. People, consumers, don't realize in that scenario how much more power they possess yep. than the distributor. And yep. that, that that right there is the classic example of that. Yeah, I ended up buying a couple bottles of champagne, so it all worked out. Muzzle talk. Yeah, it was really nice. Well, I had to bring those to the parties for the Thanksgiving gotcha. parties. Yes. So do what Mike did. Go into your local liquor store. Ask for the Harmony brand by name. That is how we are going to continue world dominance with the Harmony brand. And if you are in the area, stop into the taste room. They have a rotating uh, menu there of the craft cocktails. And you can never go wrong with a uh, great drink from Harmony Spirits. Let me tell you one more thing about my little story about that liquor store. Yeah. Right by my house again. It's not a big liquor store couple guys working both guys had shirts and ties on really? i was like wow you guys look and this is not a like it's not it's a one liquor store only right it's yep, not a yep. chain it's not a brand right it's not they don't have 401ks probably you know it's just a liquor store yep. and i was like wow these guys look really sharp it was kind of like and they were out helping customers i think like, that is what a uh, liquor store can do can i tell you what i did on wednesday night <laughs> oh oh no maybe so, green bean casserole well so we we actually traveled to a Thanksgiving Day celebration for my side of the family. My aunt was hosting, and so we were going to just drive down for the couple hours, watch mm -hmm. a little bit of football, eat a little turkey, and then we were going to head back. So okay. it wasn't going to be a big production. Um, but my wife had said, I, I do want turkey. Can you make a turkey? Oh, and I yeah, like I right. yeah. actually do enjoy making the Thanksgiving day meal. Like I, I enjoy it because mm -hmm. you got the football game on sure. and you're just, it's great. I, I love it. And so I said, yeah, no problem. And so I stopped in Wednesday at about five 30 oh. at high V and Shakopee. Good, good thinking. Well, right. Yeah. I did. I had already acquired the Turkey cause they got the neat deal where you, you, you buy the ham and you get a free Turkey. Oh, so okay. it's a win win. Okay. And so I, I stopped in and I and I got that. I would go to Grunhoffers, but they're way too far away sure. from me. So anyway, and plus Grunhoffers doesn't advertise on our show. Anyway, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. So I, I did that because I had to let the turkey thaw in the yep. fridge for um, a day or two. Yep. But I had to get all the other stuff because it's just one of those deals where I'm running a basketball practice after sure. leaving work and I just didn't have enough time. So I thought, oh, God, I got to stop on my way home and get the stuff that I need to make. You know, I always, I I love my my mother in law has a wonderful baked corn recipe, and oh, I okay. love baked yeah, corn. Yeah. So I had to stop and get that stuff, and you know, William wanted stuffing, and it, so I got a. I, I thought, all right. So I pull up to the parking lot, and it's I mean, it's packed, packed, yeah. 
And I thought, okay, take a breath. <sighs> let's just go in. Let's get through it and let's do it. And then I needed to get you know, some other stuff. Mike, it was an hour and a half Ugh. of hell on earth. Uh, couldn't do it. But <laughs> not not saying anything bad about high V. Yeah, it's just it was, it was so busy. Just, it was yeah. so busy. Yeah. It was just jam-packed with people, but couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. I wouldn't do Thanksgiving. If I had to go, if I had to be the one to do it, I just wouldn't do it. Right. We wouldn't be eating. Yeah. We just, we'd have green bean casserole and that would be it because I can do that. <laughs> or whatever's in my cupboard. Yeah. It would be pretty easy. Well, that's good. So you made a turkey and everything. That's. Oh, I did the whole thing. Yeah, wow. It was just, uh, that's good. Did the wife make anything? Uh. Memories. Did she bake a couple of pies? She made memories. Oh, good. good. Well, but but in her defense, uh, well, not even defense. I, I'm the, I like, I enjoy it, but. We had, like I said, we had we had the boys' birthday party on Saturday, so she had to make cakes and crap like that for the boys' birthday party. So it was, you know, it was a it was an all around group effort. Okay, that day, my um, sweet wife, the day before Thanksgiving, says, "Hey, will you drive me to and drop me off at the turkey trot tomorrow morning?" Oh, sure, yeah, right. And I said. Uh, uh, wh- where do I have to drop you off? Like, what what does this entail? Like, why why am I why do I now need to be up and doing stuff for you to run? Or you could just go running, right? You could just walk outside and run. You could just run right out of our house. <laughs> Hell, it's not that far away. You could run down there, right? And, but I didn't say that, but my mind said that. And I think she could sense that my mind was saying that because she texted back. She said, forget it. I'll drive down there and park myself. And you know what I said? Nothing. I said, fine. Sounds good. Go for it, right? <laughs> so I go to bed, wake up Thursday at like, Eight o'clock. Way slept in because again, my stores are closed, right? Yep. I can't do anything. Stores are closed. I slept in. Uh, she comes home. She's sweating. She goes, I "Did pretty well, right?" And I said, "Oh, good." And, you know, it was six. It was a six k, kind of a long way. She had some great time, and I said, "Wow, I didn't even really know you ran." I, I talk, well, she's uh, over forty, and she came in first in her age division. Wow, thirtieth overall for women. Good for and her. And like 140th overall out of all 3,300 runners. Good for her. Reavers, I did not know she could run. Huh. I've never seen my wife run. She doesn't run, like, in the summertime, she doesn't go for a run. She never does that. So I thought, when when did you, how did I not know you could be a runner that could win your age division? I don't care if 200 people that's, ran. Winning is something, you, that's right? something you admitted? Yeah. I mean, I, but how would I have known? She doesn't run in front of me. Okay. She ellipticals. Sure. She does this sure. thing. She yep. feels the burn. She yep. come down there. She's yep. a little sweaty yep. sometimes. Mine does she the same. doesn't yep. let yep. me look at her because she's too sweaty, which is weird. I don't care. I don't care that you're sweaty. It's kind of a turn on, right? <laughs> I mean, I you know, it's kind of cool, right? right? Um, but I, I was so impressed and so excited for her. In fact, she picked up her winning pin today because she gets a winner's pin. I thought, wow, that's kind of good. That is very cool. Yeah, I asked her if she'd like me to Nicole. take her uh, turkey trot bib and her award and her pin and, and frame them for her. And she looked at me like, why would I possibly want that? And I said, well, you want to race with 3,300 people. I'm going to tell you, Reavers, if I beat 3,300 people in anything, and I mean anything. Oh, it would be documented. I'm buying oh, yeah. news time <laughs> to tell people about it. That would be a very, very big deal. I was very impressed with her. Yeah, I, and I will say, because uh, when my wife ran Boston back in 2010, I think it was, 
Um, same thing. She had yeah. the frame job, and that that was that was pretty freaking cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. But now, see what just happened is my wife just got pissed that your wife ran Boston. Oh God! So I now my to wife's gonna go run Boston. Oh hey, no, yeah. Listen to me, yes, Nicole. I know you listen to the show. My wife doesn't even know I still do this show. <laughs> Nicole, do this because all you got to do is you just got to qualify. Sure. So bust it, train, get. And now that well, I don't want to. I don't want to say this and sound like it, but now that you're at a certain age, it's a little easier. The qualifying time gets easier, but it's like three ten or something, or three forty. No, for it's women or it, no, it's it's way higher than that. Because when my wife qualified, she was still in her twenties. Yeah, but Wait, I don't know. But she? I think marathoning, you get better with age up to a certain. Well, point. but my point is, yeah. the time is going to keep going okay, up. Okay, so since she's over forty, because you're saying she's old. <laughs> But no, I want her to do that so that way I have another reason to go back to the Boston Marathon to watch her for ten seconds and then party for three days. Was that fun there? Oh my god, okay. it's so much fun. It's, I'm gonna look it, it up. It's a blast because it's it's always is it the first Monday in April? I think it's something like that. But Mike, the state shuts down essentially. It's a, it's a state holiday. Really? The 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 day of the marathon. Yes. It seems like um, she'd have to do three hours and forty minutes. Well, because I think that's the time Jess ran it well, to here, qualify me, in Duluth. Let me see. Because um, she qualified at the Duluth Marathon for men it. Men have to do, which is, here, this is a little unfair. So women, 40 to 44, have to do three hours and 40 minutes. Men, 40 to 44, have to do three hours and 10 minutes. Where's the equity? Well, where's the where's the equity? Why don't Where, you just identify as a female? Oh, I could do that. What I should really do is identify as a 59-year-old female because I could go four hours and five minutes. <laughs> the only difference is I've run three marathons. None of them have been below that speed. You have so, run three. Yeah, but nothing anywhere close. I'm a walker marathon. Right. I'm a marathon walker, not a marathon gotcha. runner. Gotcha. So, yeah, three hours and 40 minutes. That's a good idea, honey. Let's do that. Um, Although that could kind of get into my time because I could say, hey, do you want to go golfing? And she's like, oh, I got to go for a run. I'd be like, eh. There was, I will say, yeah, when she was training for it because she really wanted to do well, that it did consume a lot. But that was before we had kids. So we had nothing but, you know, sure, free she time could actually go for a run. Exactly. You, like, you needed a couple minutes at home, anyways. <laughs> Just downtime. So um, the other story that I wanted to run by you today is more just to get. The Mike Fredoloni reaction that I know I'm probably going to get when I read this story. It's from the Daily Mail, one of my favorite news sites. Time out. 40 to 44-year-old men is three hours and 10 minutes. 40 to 44-year-old women is three hours and 40, 40, 40 excuse me, three hours and 40 minutes. Yep. Non-binary is three hours and 40 minutes too. Oh. So why do non-binary get the women's time? Because non-binary. if you, I, you don't. So I, couldn't I just say I was non-binary? I guess get, you could. Yeah, I don't you get could. it. Uh, you could. I don't get it. Maybe that's why is the that, ticket. Why is that? Why won't that be the man's time? If you're non-binary, why do they pick the woman's time? I don't know. Why I, is that? I, fair? I'm not on the committee. Okay, that okay. was my. That was my. <laughs> this really grinds my gear segment of the day. So this Sorry. comes to us from the Daily Mail, Michael. And it. Uh, it. Um, oh, come on! I, I don't, don't even know what non-binary means. That's I'm, okay. Okay, good. The United States has a warning. Okay. A dire warning from Congress. Ooh, should we be worried? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, we should. The U.S. has little grasp of just how deep China's network of espionage and influence operations runs through the entire nation. A dire warning from Congress has revealed. 
The Chinese Communist Party's presence on American soil has already revealed itself in the network of secret police stations in major cities and the little red classrooms in kindergartens. Mm. Now, members of the bipartisan House China Select Committee have released a memo detailing how the U.S. has failed to combat Beijing's infiltration, and it could get much worse. The threat comes from the United Front, a political strategy Xi Jinping has called his magic weapon. It's the plan the CCP uses to influence beyond its circle without the information appearing to come directly from the Chinese government. China spends billions on the United Front system each year. United Front is affiliated with some 600 groups in the U.S., according to a 2020 Newsweek report, that are all in regular touch with the CCP. Mm. It's a little scary, isn't it? Not only is it a little scary, it's not surprising whatsoever. Actually, I don't think it's scary at all. Tell you the truth. Oh, I'm not getting the Mike Fred Leonard. No, I, I, I just I don't think China's even going to want us. We're we're such a dysfunctional right? yeah, mess. Yeah, I mean we're such a clown show that they're going to say, ah, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and take their farmland, right? Because we need to feed our people. So sure. we're going to buy up some farmland, but we're not going to send people over. We we get who they are. Remember, we know who you are. Sure, that's what they're saying to us. And they have this—they have this neat thing that America does. Is we have something called diversity here in America, right? Yeah. So we have Chinese, Japanese, all Asian varieties. We are the world's we, melting. We pot. are the melting pot. So they can send four hundred Chinese guys over here, spies, and they just blend into America because we don't care. So what? It's a Chinese guy. We're wanna, not a big deal. You want to live in North Dakota? Go ahead. Go for it. What you can't do is they can't send four hundred white guys from America. To over China because they'd say, "Who are you? Yeah, you're the one white guy I've ever seen here." I do, I do think that when people say that we are the world's most racist country, it's like, are you kidding me? There's not, there's not even another race in China. There's not another race in J- Japan. There's not, not, not another diversity. race in Africa. There's not. It's really weird. Yeah, it's really weird because we are. I, I believe as I grew up as a kid, I just didn't. I didn't get it. I was like, oh, we're just everybody. I didn't get that other countries had no other diversity, none. None whatsoever, right? right? right. And I, I find that super fascinating. So they, I think when they're sending their people over, and the only nice thing is is we're going to corrupt them too because here in America, you know what they get? They get American TikTok, right? The same TikTok <laughs> that makes their brains just turn into mush because all they watch is videos of girls showing their G-strings when they bend over, and that's what they get, okay. right? Yep. They don't do get the, oh, the science project team won the astrophysicist thing in China. <laughs> they don't get that here in America, so they're all going to nothing anyways, and they're going to become just the same old guys that we are, sitting here thinking, no, America's great, but we don't want these guys. Boy, Let's go ahead. As much as I think I know you, you're, you're th- throwing me through a loop Doesn't that seem kind of logical? Do you think? Do you think the guys sending back stuff to China saying, "Hey, you got to see what they're doing here. They are freaking amazing. You should see the infrastructure, how clean they are. You should see their city streets are beautiful and there's no crime." Or do you think he's saying, "Yeah, yeah, let's let's take what we want out of this country. It is a wonderful place. They have this Grand Canyon. That's real pretty, but." You know, stay out of California. Well, and the 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 little red classroom thing is a bit alarming, mm. and it has a local angle to it as well because apparently we still have one in operation in the St. Cloud Area School District and also in the Minnetonka Public School. So District. just like as in Red China, the little red. I uh, guess. Well, I mean, I, we had a police station here, a Chinese police station in Minneapolis. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a unique thing because I, I don't. I'm not sure. I think Unique's we should just an say, interesting word. We should just say to the Chinese, <laughs> whatever you can do here, we can do in China. Otherwise, you can't do it here. 
That seems to be a, you know how like when sometimes you go to buy a car and that guy says he wants 20000 you say, oh, I want to pay you 10000 They said, let's meet in the middle. And you're like, oh, okay, let's meet in the middle. And then it seems kind of okay. What we need to do to the Chinese is say, let's meet in the middle. You can buy our land. You can send spies here. You can steal in our, in our intellectual property. We don't do any of that in China. We're going to meet in the middle. Like you can't do as much of it and we're going to do way more of it. We're going to meet in the middle and see what China says. And if they say, no, we don't want to meet in the middle, then we can say, okay, then you can't do any of it. Although maybe I'm coming around to your side of things because if we're going to clean up, you know, like San Francisco Mm -hmm. for when Xi Jinping comes to pay us a visit. Reavers, you wouldn't, if you invited people to your house, you'd clean up, right? Well, that's just it. Maybe that's what we should do all the time is invite them to to just move over. Yeah. And then all the cities will just get magically cleaned up. Maybe just some spies. And we'd say, well, we don't want the spies to send reports back that we're dirty. I'm now on your side of things. I mean, it just, it, I can't imagine what a spy is getting from the little red schoolhouse or the police station, the Chinese police station in Minnesota. Huh. What is he getting other than, wow, this is, and, and Minnesota is a great place. I yeah, get it. Sure. But I don't know what they're sending back to the Chinese. You know, you just, you amaze me. I mean, it's another way to look at it. You just amaze me, Michael. Thank you, sir. Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. We would genuinely appreciate it. His name is Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.